ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Someone asked me, Steve, if they were going to know. I think it was Brian Higgins. We were discussing whether or not he would know the Talking Heads songs. And I said, you will if you were alive when MTV was cool. You know, and it wasn't like my teenage pregnant bride and the road rules stuff, you know. Brian's uh, not old enough, I don't think. Yeah, I was going to say, he's younger than, well... He's younger than me, which definitely makes him younger than you. The artist of the day is uh, the Talking Heads. This one is Take Me to the River. You know this song? I know the song. Yeah, because you watched MTV. Yeah. I can see you only watched MTV when Yo MTV Raps. I enjoyed Yo MTV Raps, You may have caught it just at the end. Yeah. Fab Five Freddy. All right. Let's, uh, I bet this guy enjoyed Yo MTV Raps. Let's uh, bring on our first guest today. Uh, the, the four-time All-American Rick Beardsley joining us. Rick, how are things? Doing great. Just driving through uh, Parksville, New York, uh, on Route 17, heading back to New Jersey, uh, where we are located, Angela and I now. So uh, we're heading back. She's behind me. So we're, uh, we're making our way through. It's cloudy, going through the mountains. Um, you know, it's upstate New York, brother. That's kind of an oxymoron. You're driving through Parksville. Because if you were part there, that's good a good point. Yeah, that's a poly good joke point. for you. Uh, uh, that's go a ahead. good point. But hey, I did enjoy Yo MTV raps with Fab Five Freddy. Of course, I did. I used to call my father because I obviously am Frederick G. Beardsley the second. My father was Fred, so I used to call him Fab Five. Say what up, Fab Five Freddy? <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, Rick. I'm not a, a lacrosse expert, and I brought this up to Steve earlier, and I want to get your take. The women's team is okay. no, the, the women's team is number two in the nation. I don't know if you knew that, yeah. and yes, that, I is, did. that yep. is pretty good. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's Paulie's question. Wait, was that all? Yeah, I mean? that's all. That's all he's, that's okay. all he's got. All right. There's I mean, only one team that, better than them, you know. Yes, and that's Carolina. And Carolina, until they lose, will be number one. Very simple. Um, you know, they got, what, like a, a like a 31-game winning streak going right now. Uh, you know, Syracuse did dismantle. They set the best goalie in the country at Maryland. They put 20 on her. I did watch Syracuse Binghamton in the first half uh, yesterday. That was obviously a no contest uh, whatsoever. But Syracuse women's is rolling. They're doing great. But we all know I am a big Stony Brook women's lacrosse fan, thanks to my oldest daughter, Angela, being committed there. So we all know that they're my second favorite team, right? That's fair. And, That's fair. But I will say my favorite player in Division One lacrosse is Megan Carney. Um, I was very girls' clinics I did when we were living in Syracuse, and Megan has been unbelievable to our two daughters, uh, Angela and Viviana, as far as training them and, and being mentors to them. So she had a great game. She had four goals, I believe, in the first half. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously Coach Trainer and, and Caitlin and, and Coach Kent, uh, they got them rolling. Um, and then, you know, it's just basically they just, you know, they're going to fight in that, that ACC schedule. So 
you are right. They are number two in the country and very deserving of it. Yeah, one more on the women. I was going to bring up the women at the end of the interview, but since Paulie yeah. brought them up to start, we'll, we'll keep it going. So, you know, you look at this team, Rick, and, and they've already beaten two top five opponents. They, you know, um, they've got all this experience back, right? Meg Carney and Megan Tyrell and Emma Tyrell and Emma Ward and I feel like in recent years, we keep saying, when are they going to get over the hump? And then they would suffer. It seemed like you know every year they suffered a significant injury that changed the entire complexion of their season. Do you think if they stay healthy, they can get it done this year? I think if they stay healthy, they certainly can play in a national championship again. I think it's going to be, um, you know, I think Carolina has just so much. And, and obviously the transfer portal has helped a lot of that. Carolina is the benefit of a bunch of transfers uh, very different than Syracuse is right now with Syracuse's transfers being basically from Harvard uh, and Tess Query who's running on the the, uh, the draw circle. Um, They do have it. And what really would separate Syracuse is forget the stars on offense. They're pretty good defensively. And that's really the key to going deep. Uh, in the playoffs, and and they do have what it takes. I mean, they're going to take the L versus Stony Brook, but that's just me um, and the way I feel. But uh, you know, they do have a lot going on and a lot of good things going for them. And yes, if they stay healthy, there's a legitimate shot they could be playing on Memorial Day. All right, let's let's switch gears and, and talk about the men. It's a, a team that's three and one, and, and we know they're coming off their first loss. I I, I will ask you this though. Uh, are you were you more encouraged by the three wins, or were you more encouraged by what you saw in a loss against a really good team? You know, and, and I know there are no moral victories necessary at this level, but to to go on the road to play Maryland as tough as they did, uh, were you encouraged by that performance? No, it's expected. Um, there's a lot of hype behind uh, the team. I do not, you know, I don't think they're very deep. I do think that, you know. Maryland's goalie being hurt. The kid from Corning tearing his ACL, unfortunately, ending his season. You know, a lot of shots that Syracuse took weren't on, you know, went in. And, and, you know, the biggest thing in that game for me was the discrepancy in shots and faceoffs. Um, that right there is a direct correlation. If you could just have went 50 50 on the faceoff X, I think Syracuse is a real valid shot of winning that game based on possessions and percentage of, you know, scoring opportunities that went home. Uh, am I encouraged? Always encouraged uh, whenever you have such great young players and a great coaching staff. Uh, they've made the adjustments. And quite frankly, the biggest surprise for me, and I think a lot of other alumnus who I talk to, and I do talk to them on a basis, guys like Ben Camino, uh, Mike D'Amico, you know, John Barr, they all coach with me at Bergen Catholic. I mean, we talk a lot about how that defense, how strong they are. And you know what? That defense has done a 180, and Will Mark, we have gone so far four games in, he has proven he is the real deal because he faced a lot of shots on Saturday. All right, so what else stands out to you about this team, Rick? And, and I guess let, let's talk about the, the new number 22, Joey Spelina, who got off to the slow start right against Vermont, and everybody was making so much about one goal on 15 shots, and then back-to-back games, five goals on seven shots. Uh, you know, did have a goal against Maryland and, and an amazing goal, and it ended up on SportsCenter's top 10. What, what, uh, what has stood out to you about his play in particular so far? Well, the biggest thing you have to remember is he is a freshman quarterbacking an entire Division I ACC lacrosse team. 
That's huge. He is drawing the number one guy defensively for everyone. That's really difficult. I can't go back to remember who drew number one guys with the exception at freshman of Mike Powell and Casey Powell. Name another guy in this era or even since those guys that were facing number ones on a daily, on a weekly basis. And, and Joseph has been up to the task. Um, and, you know, obviously the one in 15 shooting, but if you go back and take a look at a Hall of Famer who was in my wedding party, I was in his, my college roommate, Roy Colsey. He's had a few one for 19s. And guess what? I said the valuable phrase. He is in the Hall of Fame. So obviously, shooters shoot, great players do something right. And right now, Joe is comfortable. I called him on, um, on Sunday. He was at the trainers, wanted to check on his body, taking care of himself. Uh, you know, you got a good one here. I think he's been up to the task, but people forget he's drawing everyone's number one, and these aren't slouches. He played against Brett Maycar, possibly, you know, he's the defending Tartan Trophy winner. Right? I mean, you have these guys. I mean, um, the defensive of the year, preseason defensive of the year, you got these guys, he's guarding them, and he's up to the task. You know, that's, a, you know, that's not a reclass. He's not a 20-year-old kid. He's an 18-year-old freshman who's, you know, getting beat on by 23-year-old guys. Um, I can't go back to guys, like I said, like Mike Powell or uh, Casey Powell who were drawing that comparison when it came on a week-to-week basis of being guarded by opposing defensemen. All right, you mentioned Will Mark. You you mentioned uh, we talked about Joey Spillina. Who else has stood out to you on an individual basis uh, through four games here? Well, two guys. Burt Whistle on offense has done the job. And you know what? Michael Leo. Michael Leo is out of position. He is a high school attackman. And he's out of position. I think he's getting better and better and better. See, those are things like you don't see on the stat sheet with a kid like Michael Leo. You forget you're taking him out of a spot where he was one of the best in the position in the country for all four years, and then next thing you know, you're putting him up against absolute studs and having to go 80 yards and dodge with, uh, you know, granted, he's dodging against against short sticks, but he's still out of character to where he is. Um, also, someone that sticks out is uh, Kakemo down low, doing an incredible job of hunkering down and leading that defense. That is what you need outside having a good goalie. And really, this week will be another test. Carolina, you don't know what team you're going to get. Um, Carolina has all the talent in the world. It just depends on who shows up and when they showed up. Again, I watched that Carolina-Hopkins game in depth, sitting in a restaurant in Allendale, New Jersey, and I'm going to tell you straight up, the team I saw for three quarters was not good. And then the team I saw with with 10 minutes left in the game was a team that's so scary that could be on Memorial Day. So Syracuse is going to have a test this weekend. All right, so you touched on Carolina there. Last question for you, Rick. They, you know, you look at these next three games. I'm going to clump them all together. Three home games, Carolina, Duke, Johns Hopkins, all ranked opponents, all in a row, all at home. 
What, what do you think is realistic in terms of these three games? Two and one, one and two? What, what do you think this team does in terms of these next three? Leave my heart on hearts. I'm going to say uh, two and one, but I think they can go three and oh. Um, you know, Duke again is real deep. And if Duke is clicking on all cylinders, they're basically unstoppable. But depending on the game plan, depending on how, you know, kids that show up, really the face-off X is going to be big. Hopkins, I think, is very beatable. I think Hopkins, people were saying, it's Hopkins the real deal? Are they back? I think what Hopkins showed was their inexperience, right, of being in the limelight, of being able to win those big games. Uh, I think that Duke has those players, right? Duke has those players. And, you know, Carolina has those players. Uh, I think Hopkins does not. I think if Syracuse can get through Carolina, that's a confidence builder. All right? I think that they need to start – you know, Joey's got a big enough back to carry guys when they need to. Um, and then I think Duke will be a massive challenge. Duke is kind of like Syracuse in the way where they come at you with attackmen coming out of the midfield. So we will soon see, and I think Hopkins is very beatable, and we all know the Syracuse-Hopkins rivalry has really not been what it was uh, cracked up to be over the last couple of years with two teams being absolutely horrendous. And I can say that. I'm an alumnus. I've, I've earned that. I've earned that right to say those bad things. Um, but I do think 2-1 and one is realistic. But I do think 3-0 and oh can happen. Yeah, and that Johns Hopkins game, don't forget, uh, Mike Powell's jersey going to be retired uh, for that Syracuse-Hopkins game. Uh, Rick, as always, we appreciate the time safely. And uh, but, oh, yeah. Listen, I know you're up against yeah. it, but, but really – how is my? How am I not? <laughs> how is forty-seven or twenty-nine not retired? Let's make it happen. How, but I'm asking. This is a valid question, right? Uh, is the defensive yeah. side of the ball not getting enough respect? Just like Paulie felt that sausage parm until he tried it, got no respect. Yeah, I I agree. It should be up there. We should hang a sausage parm up in the dome also. <laughs> I mean, I should have unlimited sausage farms for the amount of calls I took at uh, at the restaurant there in North Syracuse at Utica Pizza Kitchen. I mean, they got shout-outs every time we were there. So, right, Paulie? Yes. Yeah, so what did you have for lunch today? I am actually on a fast because I'm driving. I <clears throat> There's nothing in my house because Tori and Viv went to Florida. So Angela and I basically had no food uh, in the house. So what am I thinking about when I get, you're going to laugh. I am going to the local Italian deli, and I'm getting a sausage and peppers with a little bit of macaroni sauce on it for my lunch. I'll be there at uh, 146, actually. An hour from now, exactly an hour from now. Okay. Um, and in terms of the jersey retirement, I, you know, I, I feel like next time you talk to Gary, you should mention it to him. He can make it happen, can he? Listen, they're all listening. When I'm on, everyone listens. Because everybody's afraid of what I'm going to say next, right? Let's be let's be honest. So it's being monitored. But the truth is, how do you not have at least Pat McCabe's jersey retired? He's quite possibly the best defenseman in Syracuse history. He's a four-time All-American, right? How do you not have him up in the rafters? 
They right? got, they got catching up to do, right? They do. They do. It's going to well, happen, Rick. What? It's going to happen. There's plenty of games. Let's get the catching up to go here. <laughs> All right. Will do. Uh, Rick, thanks so much for coming on. Safe travels. We'll talk soon. Always good. And, Paul, you forgot Sausage Farm, brother. No, we, we actually, before you came on, did top five parms I, in our commercial break. We were I'm sorry you forgot sh- shrimp parm. Shrimp parmesan is also excellent. I've never had that before. No, that doesn't sound great. Well, but. well they're going to take your Italian card away from you now. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. See, see you guys. See, see. Rick. Uh, the the four-time All-American and the, the future Jersey retired player. We'll hang one up in our <laughs> studio. The uh, seafood and cheese is not something. That doesn't sound good to me. No. Not, not even a little bit. Uh, I'll Although take his I've word had for it. it before, now that I think about it, you have was it good? Not shrimp parm, but like I've had seafood with cheese on it. It just yeah. Doesn't... All right, well I'll take your word for it. Shrimp uh, parm probably would not have made my top. Uh, wasn't top on the five. board. Yeah, wasn't on the Family Feud board. <laughs> Show me shrimp parm. Wasn't there. It wasn't there. One strike against you. All right, we're going to hit a timeout here. Uh, you caught up with Alan Griffin before the show started. Uh, we will play that interview back for you right after this on ESPN Radio.